What's going on, people? It's your boy Kelechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? We got a lot to talk about. I hope y'all had a wonderful Independence Day before we get into anything. I hope y'all had fun. I know I did, because, you know, y'all boy celebrated another year of life. Just gotta say thank God for that. One year older, one year wiser? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I am. But anyway, the topic that I have for y'all today is about money because this is the personal finance section of the podcast. And we're going to be talking about everything that we know about money is wrong. Everything that we've been taught about money, everything that media has pushed on us about money, everything that we've heard people talk about money is wrong, is wrong for the most part. So before we get into this, the first thing is, as you guys know, I love to frame everything with a mentality thing. And as Harry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, verse 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, in his heart, so is he. Of course, I have to use think it because King James just sounds a little bit better. <laughs> it just sounds a little bit sweeter when it comes off the tongue. As a man, think it. You got to have to, you know, it puts a little bit of power in it when you say it. Like, I'm just kidding. But yeah, as I say it a lot, a lot, a lot on this podcast, money is less about how much you have in your hand and a whole lot more about the mentality you have in your head when you're dealing with it. It's less about what you have. It's less about the amount that you have in your hand. And it's a whole lot more about your mentality when it comes to to money. I love to frame the discussion going in, first of all, dealing with our mindsets when it comes to money, dealing with some of the falsehoods that we've chosen to believe when it comes to money. I mean, some of the things that we, we think about when it comes to money is I don't have enough right now. I need to go make more money so I can build more wealth. Most rich people, the only reason that they're rich is that they inherited their wealth. The thing is, a study was done of a bunch of millionaires and they were first, I think it was 75% of them were first generation millionaires. The thing is, we cannot, we cannot limit ourselves by putting these falsehoods, putting these false beliefs on ourselves because the moment we do that, the moment we start to think like that, the moment we start to think, ah, I don't have a chance. I can't make it. I, I wasn't born into the right thing, so therefore I can't make it. The moment we start to do that, we limit ourselves. I, for one, I'm, a, I'm an eternal optimist. I always believe that tomorrow will be better than today. Now, there are two reasons why I'm an eternal optimist. Reason number one is one, I'm a Christian. I have no other choice but to be an eternal optimist, to believe that tomorrow will be better than today by the grace of God. I have no other choice. It's the only choice that I have to hope for tomorrow to be much better. That's the whole basis of my faith. It's me not seeing any examples, but to believe that tomorrow will definitely be better. And then the second reason that I'm an optimist is I like to invest. And if you invest in the stock market or you invest in real estate or you invest in anything, you're automatically an optimist because you have a belief that I am putting money away today so that for tomorrow, for it to be better. You expect that the, your money is going to increase. And no, those two things are not cannot be separate. I can be an investor and I can be a Christian. It's not a separated thing. You can be both. You can be both. And there's a quote by a guy that I really like. His name is 
Simon Sinek. He writes really good books. One of the books that I first read by him, and I watched a bunch of his presentation. One of the things he ever wrote about was the idea of starting with why, and I just love his stuff. If you haven't read his books, go read his stuff, or go, or, or just go on YouTube and watch Why Eat Le- Leaders Eat Last. And that thing really helped me to understand how to lead and those kind of things. But anyway, one of the things he said is optimism is not the denial of reality. A lot of us think optimists must just want like a kumbaya world. The world must just be beautiful all the time. That's not optimism. That's positivity. That's ignoring the issues that you face. That's ignoring the problems that are around you. Optimism is looking dead in the face of the problem, looking square in the eyes of the issues and saying, I will find a way to make this better. By the grace of God, this will definitely be better. It's not ignoring the problem. It's looking at the problem and trying to find solutions to the problem. Simon Sinek, he has a quote. He said, the primary primary ingredient for progress is optimism. The unwavering belief that something can be better drives the human race forward. That's why we have so many of the products. Do you think... Do you think that if whoever first invented the cell phone, I can't really remember right now, whoever invented the, if you if didn't have the optimism that we can communicate as quickly as we can with a cell phone or with something rather than with just telegraph, do you think we'll have what we have today? Do you think that if Henry Ford did not believe that a car will be much better than a freaking buggy system with a horse, we will have cars today? Do you think that if Elon Musk did not think that the system needed something better than gas-powered vehicles. We won't we we won't have what we have today in Tesla. Optimism pushes us to do more. Optimism pushes up us to want to face the problems that we have and to find ways around those problems, not just to be hindered by the problems, but to find avenues to solve those problems. Is to say, okay, today sucks. Is to say, you know what? Things are not going the way that I planned for it to go. Things are not turning out the way that I planned for it to turn out. But what can I do to make sure that this doesn't happen again? That's an optimistic mindset. Not a happy-go-lucky mindset of, oh, you know, oh, well, we'll just ignore it and keep going. Uh, Let's just sing around, come around, and we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine in the end. We'll be fine. No, that's not optimism. And you also cannot be pessimistic about life, or as people like to put it today, realist. I'm just a realist about life. I just think, I'm just telling you exactly how it is. This is the way it is. I'm just realist about life. If you stay in the bubble of, I'm just a realist, how are you going to progress? If every time that you look at yourself and you can't look forward, you can't seek tomorrow, you can't look for something that's greater for you than yourself outside of yourself. How can you progress in life? The next thing that we know that has hindered us when it comes to money is something that I like to call the if only's disease. It's something that we do to ourselves to say, if only I hadn't made that mistake with money that time. If only I was born into a better family. If only I learned about these things when I was in school. If only I started as soon as I could. If only this, if only that, if only that, if only we put ourselves in this box of if onlys. We limit ourselves to this thing of if onlys. We give ourselves this 
disease that cripples us of if onlys. Now, the problem with it is the disease becomes a virus and the virus infects other people. And so we pass on that mindset to our children. We pass on that mindset to our friends. We pass on that mindset to so many other people with this mindset of if only this, if only that. And limit ourselves with this mentality of, well, I guess it just wasn't my my portion to do well in life. I guess it just wasn't my portion to succeed at life. I guess it just wasn't my portion to be able to do any of the things that I want to do. Thing is, we cannot start and stop at if only. We have to finish that sentence with therefore. You cannot start a sentence and say, ah, man, if only I was able to save more money. Don't stop there. Put a semicolon after that and say, therefore, this is what I'm going to do to be able to save more money. Or if only I had a better job, put a colon, a semicolon after that and say, therefore, comma, I'm going to do this. Do not stop at the idea of if only. Do not stop at that idea of if only. If only will hold you back from being able to pursue what you need to be. You can start with it. You can start, but you gotta put that semicolon because what it takes is for you to take a second to pause, reflect, look at the situation, and then you say, therefore, I will do this. And then you put a plan into action. You put a plan into action. Don't stop with the if onlys. Do not limit yourself with the idea of if onlys. Don't put yourself in that box. Don't do it. Don't limit yourself to only think that if only this or if only that. You are much, much greater than the if onlys that you put yourself inside. When the if only blocks that you put yourself inside. We humans are such incredible creatures. Do not limit yourself because of some of the things that you've heard before. Put that therefore after that if only and keep going. Look for the things, look for the ways that you can solve the problems that you face in your life. Remember last week we talked about solving the simple problems first. It's so important. Solve those simple problems first. And then the next one that we love to do, we love to people watch. It's why we love Instagram so much. It's why we love Facebook. It's why we love Twitter. It's why we love Snapchat is why we love reality TV shows. We love to people watch and we love to compare ourselves to other people. We love that idea of just being like, oh, look at that guy. How come he's so rich? Man, if I was only there, I would be that rich. If I was an athlete, I would do this. If I was a YouTuber, I'll do that. And we, we love the idea of comparing ourselves to other people. Now, the problem is that with that is when we spend more time comparing ourselves to other people, we end up limiting ourselves because we think one of two things. One, I'm not good enough, so why even bother trying? Or we think two, those people don't deserve what they have. What did they do to deserve what they have? And we don't look at, oh, they they must have done something. Like one of the, one of the things I always think about is like one of the YouTubers that I love so much, his name is MKBHD. This dude has been making videos since he was like 12, since he was 12 years old, uploading it to YouTube. And now he has like over 11 million subs, if not more. Now, and he makes good money doing what he does. Now, how can I 
who just i mean i've been doing youtube for a little for a little bit but not that long and i've done it on and off how can i compare myself to somebody who's been doing this thing since he's 12 he's the same age as me he's like 26 now he's been doing this thing for 14 years for the majority of his life he's been making youtube videos consistently never stopping and me i started and i stopped i started and i stopped and i compare myself and say what does he even do anyway he just makes videos on youtube or the other thing we do is we look at athletes and we be like, man, I could I could do that. Or we look at commentators on TV and be like, I could talk about sports. I could do this. I could do that. Don't do that. Stop comparing yourself. Stop limiting yourself because then you won't focus on what you need to do to get to the goals that you have. Stay focused on your goals. In Nigeria, we have a saying. It says, face your fronts. Eh? Face your fronts look at the goals that you have for yourself and then pursue it at one time i was in the gym and i went to work out i hadn't been in the gym of course not during rona period but i haven't been in the gym i hadn't been in the gym a little bit before that i think i had been had been traveling for work so i had been out of the gym for like a week or something like that and so like it was my first day back in the gym and i was like man i gotta get this work in and so i got got in there it was i was doing chest exercises i was doing dumbbell uh, dumbbell chest presses or dumbbell bench chest press and I was getting the exercise in and I was doing it and then a guy came up to me or came next to me and he was doing his exercises uh, I think he was doing bicep exercises and he was really like getting it like you could tell that he worked out regularly like he was really getting it like he was lifting all kinds of weight and then I got insecure about myself note I got insecure about myself. I was like, what? This dude is outlifting me? And for anybody who knows who works out, one of the dangers that you can put yourself in is to ego lift. It is a very dangerous thing for you to go to the gym and then begin ego lifting because you will limit yourself and you can possibly hurt yourself. And so what did I do? I was like, nah, this guy's not gonna outwork me. I went to pick up harder weights and I started working. I was like, yes. I'm doing something, I'm doing something. And then I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I noticed that I was, I was, I was kipping my weights. Kipping is the art of basically cheating. I was cheating my weight myself to be able to lift up the, the weights. So I was just wasting my effort. I was doing all of this stuff, acting like I was going to the gym, but really I was cheating myself out of the possible benefits of actually working out because I was comparing myself to others. And so I got up and I was like, let me put these weights back and get the weights that I need to actually work out and work out the muscles. And it's the same thing. Focus on what you are doing. Face your own fronts. Stay focused on your goals that you have for yourself, on the goals that you set for yourself. Don't look at other people. Don't look at what they're doing and how they're succeeding or whatever. Focus on your own fronts. Learn the lessons and the wisdoms that other people may be able to provide from you. But focus on you. Your goals are much more important than looking at other people. Whatever your goal is when it comes to finances or whatever, don't look at others. Look at where you are, look at your finances, and set goals based on that. Set goals based on that. The thing is, there are no shortcuts. This is one thing that I want everybody to understand. There is no shortcuts when it comes to building wealth. There is no shortcuts when it comes to being financially secure or getting your financial freedom. 
it is hard work and it takes time. It takes time and effort. Even for the businesses and entrepreneurs and all these other things out here, it took time. You may not see the work that they put in, but it took time. It took time and it took effort. And then the last one that I want everyone to understand, and I think this is a big deal, especially in this day and age, is this idea that I work a nine to five, so therefore I cannot be I cannot be successful with money, I cannot be wealthy, I cannot win the game of, I cannot win and be financially free. Stop lying to yourself. We have demonized the idea of working a nine to five. We have demonized that idea. I mean, I literally just went on Google and searched nine to five. And the first picture I saw was one that said the slavery of the nine to five. We have completely demonized the idea of nine to five and we've glorified the idea of entrepreneurship. Like if I'm an entrepreneur, I, it means that I work harder. It means that I'm more serious about life. It means that I put more effort into everything that I do. It means that I have a better understanding about money. It means that I don't just work for a paycheck. It means we glorify this idea of entrepreneurship so much so and demonize the idea of hard work, even if it's a nine to five job or whether it's any kind of job that you do that you don't own yourself in that job you're employed. We've demonized that idea when really the goal is just to be successful and to work hard at whatever it is that you do. It's not for you to be an entrepreneur or anything like that. It's just for you to work hard and to be successful at whatever it is that you do. To be successful with money, you need to only know three things. Live on less than you make, stay out of debt, and save and invest aggressively. That's it. That those are the only three things to be successful with money. That's all you need to know when it comes to money. It is live on less than you make. Stay out of debt and save and invest. That is it. That is all you need to know about money. It is not a complicated thing. It is not hard. That's all you need to know about money. Don't buy into the BS that people try to shove down your throats. Don't buy into that BS that in order for you to be successful, you have to be an entrepreneur. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't aspire to be an entrepreneur. I'm not saying that you shouldn't want to build those things. What I am saying is that's not the only way to be successful. That's not the only way to be wealthy. That's not the only way to do well in life. And finally, remember, 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 generosity is greater than greed. When you get to the point when it's easier for you to give away your money than it is for you to collect and hold on to your money, when you get to that point, you will understand that success in life, it doesn't matter how much I have in the bank account, there's just some things that are much, much more important. But anyway, that's all I have for y'all today. It's been your boy Kelechi. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this whole podcast. Share this podcast with other people. Hit the subscribe button. Thank y'all for listening. I really appreciate all the support on each and every one of these episodes that I drop every week. And I'm out. Peace.